hey, London, England, we're coming back to your city in the greatest way possible. This September 23rd through 25th is the London Podcast Festival at the greatest place in the world, King's Place. You know it's great because it's built for kings, Tom. Built by kings for kings. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we, we've played there a lot. It's a, it's a great venue. Uh, uh, we're coming back in September. Uh, Not just us. Yeah, we're doing Friday and Saturday nights. But uh, Judge John Hodgman, the illusionist, um, the, uh, the Dave Hills, the goddamn Dave Hill show, uh, my dad wrote a porno, the things we do for love, a million other podcasts that are mm-hmm. really great are all doing things there. Tickets go on sale in just a couple weeks, uh, May 31st at noon. So go get your tickets, and we'll see you in London, September 23rd to 25th at the London Podcast Festival. Do it today. Well, there's nothing for them to do today. Yeah, you know. Uh, think about it. <laughs> write it, write it, write it in your diary. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. I am Tim. Tim, how are you doing this lovely week? I'm doing I'm doing great this week, it's great Tom. Great to hear. Uh, we both had some whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this topic, uh, this episode's going to go a little off the rails. Yeah. It's probably a bad idea for both of us to drink whiskey <laughs> beforehand, because yeah. it's something that we feel actually passionate about. Mm-hmm. But I've also been giving a lot of thought to something. Okay. Tom? Yeah. Do you like stand-up comedy? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends on the stand-up comedian, yeah, like anything. Tim. I grew up loving stand-up comedy. Uh-huh. Like, since I was a little kid, I'd watch Stand-Up Spotlight starring Rosie O'Donnell on VH1. Mm-hmm. I'd see the Kevin Meanies of the world, right? Remember yeah. those guys? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, those kind of comics. Right. Grew up on them, loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, well, this was during the, like, uh, comedy boom of, like, the 80s and 90s, where it was just, like... And have anything to put on cable TV. Yeah, let's put a guy in a turquoise suit and a really big tie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let him do his uh, set. Yeah, exactly. Let us do let him do his set about like how uh, hip hop music is all just talking and, mm-hmm. I, and he doesn't understand yeah. how that's even music. Right. Um but uh Tom, we went and saw a stand up comedy show the other day mm-hmm. at a comedy club. Yeah. I I felt like I had a bugs crawling all over me that's how uncomfortable <laughs> i was the whole time it, it was like i gotta get out of here and take a shower this place yeah. this is we went to go see norm mcdonald mm-hmm. we th- i thought we were seeing like an hour-long norm mcdonald special i thought at least a half hour yeah uh, <laughs> neither of us did any research about yeah, what we yeah. were going to see so we went and saw norm mcdonald basically do five minutes of material and then introduce a bunch of like uh scummy New York comics. It's fine. You know what? Everybody's got their thing. Right. But like, stand-up comedy. <laughs> now, Tim, I know uh, you don't like New York values, and that's what you're uh, alluding to. No, you know what I don't <laughs> like, Tom? These scummy New Yorkers talking about their New York problems. No, everybody had five minutes on Zika. Yeah. Everybody had uh, five minutes on uh, the, the, uh, the transgender bathroom stuff, mm-hmm. which like... It was not the most enlightening night of my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, the warm-up comedian came out beforehand. Uh-huh. And this is why I hate stand-up comedy, Tom. Okay. Because it was, like, in a comedy club. 
Mm-hmm. And the guy comes out. You were there. And yeah. he's like, Ugh, just so everybody knows, tonight's not going to be politically correct. We're gonna, The comics up here are going to say whatever they want. And everybody just went at this... Ooh. this you hear that, this guy honey? with a ponytail and a <laughs> and a soul patch was like, "Oh yeah, this is great. The, finally, yeah, people will finally. say overtly racist things, and yeah. we can laugh and applaud them." Unlike, and I the, won't get the, called into HR. Yeah, exactly. Well, they don't like my, you know, <laughs> racist jokes. Yeah. Um, the fact that people are like uh, applauding the fact that he's like. Look, you're gonna hear a lot of racial slurs tonight, and everybody was like going nuts. Like, yeah, that. Really... But like the other thing was, it was all races yeah. there that yeah, were yeah. applauding. Like, yeah, I can't wait to hear yeah, these was, racial was, racial it, slurs. Yeah, it was pretty beautiful. Tim. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't know what to make it's, of it. I think it was I might exactly ju- what Dr. King uh, envisioned when he talked about. Uh, yeah, everybody well, getting together at the table. Part of that dream he had, right, was <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody coming together to like, uh, with with a two drink minimum and a very high cover charge mm-hmm. to hear people uh, some tired racist. Yeah, shit. but and not even sitting, like uh, it, was a ra- it was a veritable rainbow coalition in there laughing at the n word yeah. and uh, just generally very very offensive uh, voices that. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, people were doing of certain accents. Yeah, yeah, it was all, it was all, it was all in good fun, Tim, and yeah. for a good cause. No, it wasn't for any cause. Yeah, it was to probably uh, to to grease the palms of a mafia run yeah. uh, comedy club. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it is. I uh, I don't dislike stand up comedy. Well, a when's the last stand up comedy show you've seen before this one? Um, well, I've been to like in like hipster rooms you know mm-hmm. like i saw one at like uh uh at in the lot of a car wash in williamsburg mm-hmm. where it wasn't a comedy show it was somebody it was it was like uh it was like more of a lecture about <laughs> the patriarchy which like i think a lot of the dudes in the audience mm-hmm. were like uh learning a lot uh-huh. but like nobody was really laughing at all right they were thinking. They were too busy thinking. Yeah, and it was fine. But I was like, I came here to laugh. You, you came and you left early. Yeah, you were at that show too. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to hear about this. Yeah, I know. I know about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've benefited from this. Yeah. Uh, please, please, please. Uh, we, hey, I got hey, a great hey. thing going here. <laughs> hey, keep that to yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, well, my point was just going to be that, uh, like, uh, any of the. I think stand up's a good medium for longer stuff, like half hour an hour. Like uh like I saw David Cross recently. I saw like him do an hour. And yeah. he was he was really funny. Uh and like comedy specials I still really like. Uh I there think- are eight comedians that I would want to sit down and watch, right? right. And the rest of them are just like Road dogs, right? Yeah. They go out there and they just uh, well, and I think say it's... the right racial slurs and make <laughs> the right timely jokes about uh, Zika and the unfortunate effects of it. Well, and I babies. think s- so much of uh, of this why it was no good um, was that the 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 jokes weren't topical. There were just like uh, things that were topical a few years ago. Yeah, these... there was a, there was a guy that had a whole run on the H one N one that was yeah. like the the bird flu from <laughs> yeah. like two thousand and nine. Yeah, yeah, it's like come it's, on, God, that's like legitimately seven years ago now, sir. Yeah, 
Like uh, it was a big deal at the time. Like at least I I think he tried Oh, this guy, there was one guy that had an Ob- Ebola run. Yeah. Which in itself wasn't terribly timely. Right. But slipped into the bird flu run which he clearly updated his bird right. flu material to make it about Ebola. Yeah. And then forgot halfway through or like uh, uh his yeah, muscle memory right. failed him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was somebody who did their uh, cruise show set. Their like uh, set that they obviously do on a cruise ship because it, it was all cruise ship it, related. And it was just like I just got off a cruise ship, and that was the only addition to their obviously like very honed. Yeah, uh, it was all about like uh, boy, what happens on the decks yeah. of the cruise ship. And Have you guys been up to the seventh deck? Oh boy, up there! Yeah, she changed. Uh, she changed to I just got off of cruise ship to from here we are on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so not again, not very terribly timely or and I'm just thinking like, have you been on cruise ships for so long that like you forgot what your jokes were before then that got you hired to be on a cruise ship or Maybe or, maybe she's always just had cruise ship material. Cruise ship material and like the cruise ship agents were like Hell yeah. Now this we can sell. Yeah. This is something we can work with. Uh, Tim, I'm telling you, I've been on cruise ships not working, but uh, uh, every stand-up comedian on cruise ships has got a, a, a solid 15 about cruise ships, and it's all the same. Yeah, well, what is it, Tom? Uh, live it's that. It's like stupid questions they get on the cruise ship. Yeah. Like uh, A lot of buffet jokes, right? A lot of buffet jokes. A lot of jokes about how much everybody's eating. Mostly yeah. just jokes about how much everybody's eating. Because I think they're like, don't make jokes about like how easy it is for um like a disease to spread <laughs> very, right. very quickly. Uh, don't make any jokes about like the ship going down, everybody drowning or sharks or pirates uh, or like getting injured on one of the islands, or like getting robbed. No jokes about that kind of stuff. Right. Keep it to cruise ship related and like offensive stereotypes. And offensive stereotypes. Yeah. You um, know, stuff everybody loves. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, my point is just going to be that uh, I've rarely gone to like a stand-up show where it's like a bunch of people performing that I've been happy. Because it's just always just going to be such a mixed bag. I never want to hear anybody's five minutes. <laughs> I want to hear the sprawling. And I don't want to hear, and there's only eight people who I want to hear their sprawling thing. I just don't, I, I think I don't like comedy, Tom. Yeah, well. Too many people in the comedy every, game these everybody days. Everybody listening to this is like, yeah, it's been obvious for a while. Hey, Tom. Yeah. Go screw. Tom, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. This week, I'm not sure what the topic is, nor are you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we we know what we want to talk about, but we don't know which. We want to talk about the Ghostbusters reboot, but right. we don't know. If we want to just make it about Ghostbusters, right? or if we want to make it about reboots, and then we'll talk about Ghostbusters, and then we'll go into other reboots. Yeah. So I guess we'll see where the conversation takes us, but I just thought it would be good up top right here mm-hmm. to be transparent like a ghost exactly <laughs> yes uh okay great tim thank you for being so honest and open with us the other thing is tom yeah what we've been doing lately with this show yeah is recording on like 
Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. Yeah, nobody yeah. can see him. It's fine. <laughs> as long as you don't make him so fast that you start making whooshing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> or like a crack, like a whip. He's, he's oh got the God. fastest <laughs> hands in podcasting. He just moved his hand so fast, if so fast it cracked like a whip. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh We've been recording them earlier in the week, and we released mm-hmm. them on Sunday nights, as yeah. everybody knows. Mm-hmm. I feel like something like this yeah. might be stale by by Sunday night. Evergreen content, Tim. Yeah? Yeah. Evergreen. People, people are listening to this hundreds of years in the future. All right. So the context of this is yeah. uh, movie studios are mm-hmm. lazy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and not necessarily lazy, but they're, they're profit-driven. Right, and they figured out uh, probably one of the the most effective ways mm-hmm. to make a lot of money is to give people what they know already. Yeah, give people figure out something. Well, yeah, I was what did say, we sell them out... before that they liked? Let's do that again. Tweak well, it. Well, but sometimes it's not even things people liked. It's just something that's familiar enough that they're like, well, they'll recognize this, so yeah. put it out there again. There's a MacGyver reboot. Yeah. And even that, it's like, I remember watching MacGyver as a kid and always thinking, like, God, this show's boring. Oh, like, no, all I, I want to see. MacGyver. Well, but. You just wanted to see him use a gun? He I, was against no, guns. No. <laughs> he didn't want Tim, me of all people, I did not want to see him use a gun. I just wanted to see him, like, make something. Yeah, he did. He did, but not enough. As, as like, a kid, I wanted a show that was just an hour. And uh, like 60 times within that hour, every minute, he'd be, you know, tying gum to a string. Tom, Tom, I got a a suggestion for you. Yeah. Watch a goddamn episode of Mr. Wizard. Oh, I used to watch Mr. Wizard in the morning, but but that was before school. As the old saying goes, don't come to MacGyver expecting Mr. Wizard, because you'll always leave depressed. What was the plot of MacGyver? Uh, MacGyver, Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> just the actor, it's not plot. <laughs> right. No, no. Pete, uh, an older bald man, mm-hmm. was his keeper or something. <laughs> See, you're not entirely sure if he was, he was his boss. He was his boss for something. I don't know who he worked for. <laughs> right. He worked for Pete. I don't know what the organization was. And I don't think it was just like uh, Pete was like, Hi, I'm just a guy. You're going to work for me. I think right. Pete represented an organization <laughs> yeah, as well. It wasn't a two-man organization. <laughs> right. And then whenever uh, there'd be uh, people mm-hmm. doing bad things, right, uh, breaking the law and whatnot, mm-hmm. they were kind of vigilantes. I think you'd like this, right? Or they might have been a shadow government thing. I think they worked for some government organization. Richard Dean Anderson, MacGyver, uh-huh. TV's MacGyver, would uh, uh, Angus MacGyver, Tom. Yeah, you've okay. found that out in the second to last episode. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, he uh, would investigate, mm-hmm. find something, and eventually he and Pete and some lady, I think the lady changed every week, would find themselves <laughs> locked in a room. Yeah. It was essentially the plot of every 60s uh, Batman episode yeah. where, like, you know, they go to investigate. And then, uh, he like how Batman and Robin would find themselves tied above a a vat of acid, acid or something, mm-hmm. and then he'd use his utility belt. Right. MacGyver would use paper clips and stuff. Just whatever he had laying around. Yeah, 
and bust him out of there, and then mm-hmm. they'd find the bad guy like in Scooby Doo and be like, "It was you all along." Yeah. And then, uh, and then it would go. It had the best intro and best song. You know what? I think that's what it was. Uh, that the intro had a great song that you just sang. And it just showed like a, it was like a greatest hits reel of like all the the gadgets he made. There were so many explosions. out of everyday objects. There were a hundred times more explosions in the f- in the in the opening credits than there were in the show. Yeah, yeah. And I when I was watching as a kid, I just wanted when the when the opening ended and it would go dun dun dun. Right? Was that how it ended? Something like I would want to immediately then go and just show more. Just show more explosions. More him making things. Yeah, keep the song going. Keep the party going. Don't look, rule number one of entertainment, don't Stop the party, man. Yeah, keep it going. An hour of that. An hour of that every week? Maybe that's what the reboot's going to be. Oh, that's, yeah. How great would that be? I'd watch it every week. I'd tune in live. <laughs> Sit through the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> commercials are over. Great. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh. Oh, this, oh, yeah. Hey. Boom. Whoa. Hell yeah. So do you know anything about the reboot? Uh, no, it doesn't have Richard Dean Anderson unless he's gonna play Pete. <sighs> probably that's what they do nowadays. Yeah, that'd be nice. He's probably gonna like play like a shop owner that winks at <laughs> us, the viewer, at some point, right? Yeah, or may yeah, or the bad guy maybe. Yeah, I don't like when they do that because yeah. it, it it solely well no. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. I'm making I'm making the argument. Yeah, your whole thing. Well, I guess maybe we should start by talking about the Ghostbusters reboot because right. that's what you're you're not mad about the Ghostbusters reboot. You're mad at the people who are mad at the Ghostbusters reboot. But here you are being like, but they better not put Richard Dean Anderson yeah, you gotta, as a villain. You gotta utilize Richard Dean yeah. Anderson it's, in the spirit of the original. It's, it's just so insulting to the original MacGyver to put him Um all right. Uh, they're making... Did you ever watch Stargate? Was that what uh, Richard Dean Anderson was on? Tom, yeah, yeah he was in that. I saw the movie Stargate. Yeah, yeah. Well, theaters. that was like way before, not way before, but years before the TV the show. worst. I think that movie was six hours long. Well, it Tim, was you were not an executive at Sci-Fi. Worst six hours of my life. That movie it. was not six hours long. I saw it with a friend of the show, AJ. Yeah. He, was, he loved it, I'm He sure. was really into yeah, it. He was like, oh, I hope they make this into a TV show. Yeah. A uh, long-running TV show. My word, that was the the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It was so boring. I barely remember. I remember that there was a Stargate, and they went to uh, ancient Egypt in it. But I don't think it was ancient Egypt. It was a different planet. And Maybe it was like those people from that planet came and they made ancient Egypt, and that's how we got it. At one point, I had to take a walk. Like I, <laughs> I was like, "I'll be back," and I just I like mean, hung you out. Were at, probably like what, twelve or thirteen? Yeah, I hung out at the snack bar for a little while. I was like, "You gotta eh. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back in the movies, sir." <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh. "I'm still deciding about these Reese's pieces or or the Sour Patch Kids." And I was yeah. fat at the time. I was probably like, "Give me both." <laughs> so they were yeah. probably like, "Oh yeah, no, we'll yeah. let them." Don't yeah, take them both at don't, $25. Don't don't 
pressure him while he's making this decision. He's liable to lash out. Yeah, this might this might this might put our kids through college. <laughs> <laughs> this purchase at the snack bar. He came out of the movie while it was going so this, on. So this is a mom and bob snack bar. <laughs> yeah. It's they... back in the days before everything was so corporate. Right, at the, right. The movie when, theater. When hey, just uh, an average citizen could go open up a snack bar inside a movie theater without the government Times getting involved. Were different. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to pay Obama every time yeah. you want to sell. Uh, you, know, you need to be a snow big caps. corporation before the big corporations yeah. took over all the independent snack bars. Exactly. Um. So, but you were mad about the Ghostbusters, the I new Ghostbusters. No, here's the thing, Tom. You said you're mad that they're women now. <sighs> I don't like this. Starting, <laughs> starting from, starting from a, a hole here. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me go back. Okay. Let me tell you. Let me go back to 1984. Was that when Star? Uh, no, 84 or 86? No, 84. The yeah. first uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's, it definitely wasn't. 84. I saw <laughs> Ghostbusters when I was a kid. Yeah. If it wasn't 84, there are people listening right now that are like, they have no right to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You look that up. Okay. Um, I saw it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this was a cool, fun movie. All right. I got on with my life. I rented Ghostbusters 2 from Blockbuster. 84. I was like, uh, Oh, no. It says here 2016. Huh? Well, this is my... <laughs> uh, you know, like, I'm a normal person, Tom. Mm. So I've heard people uh, clamoring for uh, for Ghostbusters 3 forever. Right. And I have tried to be uh, the voice of reason going like, guys, Ghostbusters 2 wasn't, wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like, d- find another movie to like. Right. And, and enjoy the original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decide not to make a Ghostbusters 3. Right. Harold Ramis passes away. Yeah. Bill Murray is too busy being a leering Ooh. pervert and like <laughs> chasing after d- women who are uh, less than half his age. Well, in fairness, not not to that point. <laughs> uh, when they, is Bill Murray? Yeah. When it's it's coming. The tide's gonna turn, man. <laughs> well, did... all he does is just ogle freaking uh, young women and talk about. Uh, I mean, if all he does is ogle them, then that's you know. Still not okay, but you know, it could be worse. It could, yeah, anything could be worse. <laughs> um, oh, my point was just going to be that uh, they made a Ghostbusters video game right. that supposedly like took the the script or at least like yeah. the idea. Oh, and of by Ghostbusters the way, 3. Dan Aykroyd is a maniac. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. I think went, you've said that multiple times on this show. Went off the rails <laughs> hard, like. <laughs> And, and uh, like the only person I'd be like, he, he kind of turned into his character from nothing but trouble. He really did. Yeah. And he's selling uh, vodka out of a freaking skull. Nah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> out of all the things he's doing, Tim, that's. Uh... But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the 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 studio's like, well, we still want to make money off this thing, right? We haven't been able to. Well, it was you know they always said Bill Murray was the holdout. Yeah, why they couldn't make uh, another one for years and years. And then he just toyed with everybody. He showed up in that movie Zombieland. Yeah, was that what the movie was called? Yeah, uh, in a Ghostbusters uniform. Yeah, like singing and dancing to Ghostbusters. He showed up. No, he showed up at an award. No, no, and he was in that movie playing Ghostbusters 
with them. And he showed up at an award show dressed up I don't as a Ghostbuster. He showed up playing Ghostbusters with them. In the movie Zombieland? Zombieland? No. I think you're thinking of Dan Aykroyd in the movie Casper. No. But Tom, why would I have ever seen the movie Casper? You've never seen Casper. No. But Dan Aykroyd's in that. That came out when I was a, a fully an adult. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's, no, you weren't an adult yet. Dan Aykroyd, you were too old for it, but you weren't an adult yet. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's in that playing Ray, and he's in the costume and everything, and it's just like a quick cameo of like him going into a house with ghosts and being like, nope, I'm not doing it, and running out. But I remember seeing it and thinking like, you know, they got him to do all this, but for some reason he's got a goddamn mustache in this movie. Shave off that mustache. You don't look like Ray from Ghostbusters. You don't and get you're Dan not... Aykroyd to do anything these days that he doesn't want to do. He was in. He was doing a dumb Ghostbusters cameo in the Casper movie. It's not like he had that mustache for another role. Maybe he did. I don't think he did. I think it was a fake mustache. Yeah, I think he just like uh, is like I'm just gonna be the sleaze bag I was always yeah. meant to be. I saw him on stage once. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Introducing Slowhand. Eric Clapton? Yeah, he was introducing Eric Clapton at Madison Square Garden. Wow. Yeah. Did you yell at Clapton is God? Yeah. He'll get him, Ray. I'm not going to fight you on this uh, zombie land thing, but okay. it happened. I'll show you the clip when we break. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Bill Murray. So, anyway, the studio's like, well, we have this franchise, mm-hmm. and we're lazy, right? and we know people will pay to see... I don't think it's necessarily lazy. We're risk-averse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're risk averse, so we'll we'll make a uh, a reboot. Yeah, let's get Paul Feig to we're, do we're it. We're sitting on this this property, and uh, which I would say, yeah, okay, cool. Come up with a new idea. Yeah, that's fine. Well, it's Sony Columbia who like uh, you know the same thing. Why Spider Man's like in the Captain America movie, and they're like, all right, Marvel, like you guys can because they have valuable properties that they seem like they just can't get their act together to like do something with them or leave them alone. Tom, I thought if we talked about something that you uh-huh. were obsessed with, like Ghostbusters. I'm not obsessed with Ghostbusters. It would keep you from turning the conversation <laughs> to superheroes. <laughs> well, Tim, I'm just saying everything comes back to that. Not for normal um, people. All right, continue. So Sony's got the rights to Ghostbusters, but they they ain't doing much with it. So they were like, okay, well, we'll just make a movie. We'll We'll do something. We'll get uh, Paul Feig to do it. Yeah. Paul Feig made a lot of great movies, some great TV shows. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hasn't like uh, been handed something that he's like royally ever screwed up. No, I mean, I have, I think I've seen all his movies. Spy? Yeah, I've seen Spy. Spy. And that was like a big hit. Like a. Spy is freaking hilarious time yeah like, i downloaded to watch it because i haven't seen it yet yeah you bought it mm-hmm. okay um so uh th- they they give it to him yeah and he's like oh um we're gonna reboot we're gonna reboot this movie we're gonna we're gonna like tell a, a similar story mm-hmm. right yeah in a different universe in an alternate universe or whatever and uh we're well, gonna we'll to we're gonna make the uh the ghostbusters uh females yeah because like uh, if you, I see where he's coming from, even Paul Feig, Paul Feig, mm-hmm. not from like, like, first of all, I think, uh, th- th- this cast is very funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're going to pick four 
iconic comedians right now in 2016. Right. I can't think of four like male comedians that would fit the bill. Uh, Adam Sandler, David Spade, Rob Schneider, Kevin James. It's right there. Right That's there, true. Tim. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry. I should be running Sony. Yeah. Oh, brother. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> But that's what people... So anyway, it was announced that these four uh, women were right. going to be the four Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. and everybody <laughs> revolted. And uh, not everybody. Right. A fringe <laughs> yeah. revolted. And this is the story of America in 2016. Mm -hmm. A fringe group <laughs> of uh -huh. jerks yeah. gets vocal about something, uh -huh. and then the tail wags the freaking dog, right? True. And it's... All anybody can talk, and they, it gets blown out of proportion. Even, even us, one of the most uh, reputable news sources. Yeah, we we are we're not immune. Yeah, we got caught. We got pulled into this yeah. this hullabaloo. Uh huh. And you know, we gotta straighten it out once and for all. Yeah. I mean, it is. I definitely like so. The other so there was like a Ghostbusters three script, but then for like. Years and years and years, there was a thing where, and it was, and there was, I keep saying, like, there was a thing. It was Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd was the only one out there being like, hey, would you like to hear my ideas for another Ghostbusters And I don't movie? even think he wanted jokes in it. I think he just wanted to build the mythology of the ghosts and the ancient oh, yeah. ghost civilization and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's just a lunatic. <laughs> yep. Well, he's that's... a sleazebag <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> well... Tim, are you just are you saying that based on the time uh, he got uh, oral sex from a ghost? Is that what you're basing your your opinions yeah, on? Yeah, because that was a movie. Uh, look, there was a lot of stuff in that movie mm -hmm. that wasn't great. I mean, it was a fine movie, and I know this is like kind of a, a hipster argument to make now, mm -hmm. but like, it, like it's it's a good movie, but uh -huh. it's good because you saw it when you were six. Eh. Well, I will say this, that I think the first Ghostbusters did catch lightning in a bottle somewhat, where like it shouldn't have worked as well as it did. And I think Ghostbusters 2 illustrates that. Right. Where you had, it wouldn't be as good if you didn't have someone like Dan Aykroyd being like, no, there has to be like this crazy mythology world built out behind all this. Uh, there has to be like quote unquote real things behind, but you know, they're like paranormal things. Uh, but he was reined in enough by everybody else. Be like, yeah, well, no people it's gotta be funny and entertaining yeah. as well. Yeah. Although I don't think that was necessarily the problem with the second one. The second one had more of the mythology, but the, sec the second one was a classic Home Alone 2 situation. Yeah, the big problem with the second one was just that they were like, what should we do in the sequel? Um, that was that. Home, not Home Alone 2. Ghostbusters 2 was the first reboot of Ghostbusters. That was like a remake of Ghostbusters 1. Yeah. Even as a kid, I remember distinctly the first time I watched Ghostbusters 2 in the opening where it's like, yeah, Ray and uh, Winston are at a kid's birthday party and the kids want He-Man instead, thinking, A, nobody really likes He-Man that much anymore. But B... Um, <laughs> So it's already as a kid, like this is a little dated. Mm. Uh, but I was like, B, wait, no, everybody doesn't remember when they fought Zool. The whole city gathered around a watch. You're no, telling they me they got sued, Tom. It was a classic Batman v Superman situation 
where uh, Superman uh, defeated uh, the the goblin mask man or something. But, uh, and then everybody turned on him because he destroyed the city in the process. They were a little mad at that, but they were more mad that they were like, no, it didn't really happen. It was like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man uh, tore down the, the streets. He was all over the place. People were covered in marshmallows. I don't remember uh, any of this. And they were just basically like, yeah, well, everybody thinks that that was just a tall tale now. It's like, what? No, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. And also what? There are no more ghosts nowadays? Tom, I think they proved that there were ghosts. Well, they were. I guess all the ghosts were. It lived in a painting. I think, if I'm, if I'm to be uh, completely honest. Well, Vigo the Carpathian lived in the painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not all the ghosts. The rest were in the slime. But, (laughs) uh, but my point was going to be the reason why I was uh, laying that out is that for years and years and years, then there was like a, well, we're going to make like a Ghostbusters the new class. And we're going to have all these other comedians like we're going to have like Chris Farley be one of the new Ghostbusters. And we're going to have a, like a bridge movie where the old Ghostbusters are going to be in it. But then we're going to introduce the new Ghostbusters. But who wants that? Who like in in theory, mm-hmm. I can see like, oh, that'd be a lot of fun. But like you don't like they're going to have to like make stupid like fan service callbacks and like references to the other stuff and it's gotta ha- it's gonna have to have like anytime where you have to play where, where, where your movie has to exist in inside these barriers of like no this is what a ghostbusters movie has to be now mm-hmm. then you're handicapping that movie from the get-go right so you're basically saying in your opinion a ghostbusters movie doesn't even need to have ghosts yeah sure or you know, if it does of, have ghosts, ghosts they don't need to be busted. Yeah, maybe Ghostbusters. Maybe they're the misguided ones. Maybe they're trying to bust ghosts, but ghosts are really the, the ghosts ones that are, are helping the guys. out. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch that movie. Yeah, watch a movie about some good ghosts. Um, well, you're a traitor to the living, Tom. Well, Tim, you know what? I've already seen a movie about a good ghost, and it's called Casper. How old were you when you saw Casper? <laughs> Five or six, I believe. <laughs> I think that movie came out in 2011. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, I felt the oldest I ever felt uh, today at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work with uh, some younger people. Yeah. And one of them was like, uh, yeah, uh, this, this uh, it's like that movie, uh, Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. I think I was like 25 when Kangaroo Jack came <laughs> out. And I was like, I, I don't know what the movie and he's like, well, no, everybody saw that. Every kid yeah. saw that I mean, movie. I saw Kangaroo Jack. Did you? You uh, and I are very different people, Tom. <laughs> it had, uh, what's the name, from Sliders in it. Tom, you're in your 30s, right? <laughs> yep. What are you doing? I didn't watch Kangaroo Jack okay, recently, wanna, but wanna, sometimes it's okay. on TV. I want to talk about this guy that made the video. Okay. Well, I, well, I was going to say, my point was going to be that, uh, like, even if they were going to make that, uh, you know, like transitional Ghostbusters movie, regardless of what you do, if you make a sequel or reboot or whatever, if you get four guys in there playing the Ghostbusters, they're going to be held to like, oh, well, that guy's supposed to be the Bill right. Murray, blah, blah, blah. So in that respect, when you gender swap the the roles, then there's like a clear delineation of like, yeah, this is a different thing. Right. You can't compare these. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll still be the same archetypes, right? I mean, that's what it looks like from the trailer. And that's the thing. Like, 
the way you said that, that's what it looks like from the trailer. <laughs> like, everybody is acting like this is a freaking sacred text, and everybody's <laughs> reading into these trailers. Like, both the, the, these two trailers that came out, you were online G-chatting me, like, within minutes Tim, of it. Just please being don't like, disclose what uh, chat service I use. <laughs> and just, like, uh, just kind of like, well, this is my opinion on this. And it's like, <laughs> well, Tim, I have will, an opinion on, on things. Hold on. When will people, mm-hmm. like, especially people in their 30s who are still holding on to things that they loved as children and trying to protect these things from being enjoyed by anybody else because nobody, <laughs> nobody knows how to enjoy them correctly because... They've been enjoying them since they were four years old. Uh-huh. When will these people learn that <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about their opinions? Like, and you and I said this, uh-huh. and you were like, "Well, this guy on the internet yeah. claims he wasn't even going to see it." <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't. hold on. You said you said uh, this guy uh-huh. already has seven hundred and fifty thousand views. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, I watched that. Yeah. To, to see what a, a complete monstrous but, asshole but you're, this guy but you're, is. You're, you're, <laughs> you're twisting how this happened to make it sound like I was arguing like, no, Tim, see, a lot of people <laughs> think this way. You also told me that it's kind of hard for white men these days, what with all the political correctness. <laughs> well, all the political correctness, Tim, and the feminists and the affirmative action. It's just, you know, when's, when's the white man going to get a break? I like how I've <laughs> morphed into the voice of reason on this show. Yeah. It's a, it's a terrifying world. No, my thing was, and actually here, all right, we'll get into the, this other video, but my <laughs> thing is I've watched the trailer. Yes, I love Ghostbusters. The first Ghostbusters, I watched that a million times when I was a kid. Love that movie. I love... All the people that are in this new Ghostbusters movie, I not true. That is true. You've oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't really like Melissa McCarthy. Right. And Uh, why don't you like Melissa McCarthy, Tom? Because she's Shane McCarthy's cousin. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not a reason. (laughs) No, it's it's, no. I don't dislike her. It's just that I haven't seen. You like Jim Carrey, and uh, (laughs) he's her dad. What? No, Tim. It's not how it works. Uh, I've never seen a uh, Melissa McCarthy thing that I've liked. But I haven't. But like, in all fairness, I haven't watched that much with her. Yeah. Uh, Why is that? I've seen because I don't like her. (laughs) No, because anything that I've seen her in, it's been like very broad stuff. Women. Women. Yeah. For broads. (laughs) It's been for broad stuff. No, it's been just very broad. And uh, and I've just been like, oh, that's not my particular cup of tea. But I haven't. But I haven't thought <laughs> it is. But uh, come on. <laughs> but I also haven't been like, oh, Melissa McCarthy again. Yeah. Like I, I really don't have like. Uh, I don't really care one way or another. Right. But everybody else, I really like. Um, I really like Paul Feig. Uh, but from the. Tr- and again, you're going to jump on me. From the trailers, this does not look like a good movie. But the difference between me, Tim, and uh, a lunatic online making a video is I'm making audio saying it. <laughs> no, is that I I watch that trailer and I think like, 
that doesn't look that good. Eh. And See, and go about my day. Well, that's the correct. Yeah. Like, I could understand a kid who loves Ghostbusters my thing, and yeah. seeing that this movie doesn't look good mm-hmm. and being like, oh, man, they ruined it. But you're a man. Like, not you. The yeah, man in the video. <laughs> you're a man in your 30s. Yeah. The proper way to deal some, with something that doesn't look good is to not see it. And well, like, that's what he's doing, Tim. <laughs> he pretends like that's it. He's like, uh, he's being very noble. Yeah, but then he talks for <laughs> ten freaking minutes about yeah. how this is shitting all over the legacy and how he feels bad for kids because this just confuses it. Don't call it Ghostbusters. Then shut up. You don't own the rights to it just because you liked it yeah. and like held on to it for your whole life instead of getting other hobbies and mm-hmm. friends and interests. Like, it's fine. Right. Like, th- the movie studio's allowed to call their Ghostbusters movie whatever they want. If you don't like it, they don't care. They yeah. don't care if you don't well, see it. Well, it's not for you. They don't care if the other, like, you know, what, two million creeps like you? Mm-hmm. If you guys want to sit it out, that's fine. By its very nature, a blockbuster does not have to appeal to a fringe element. Right. Like, they failed if you are the make or break yeah. for this. Like, if it's like, uh, if we can't bring out uh, the fucking uh, the, the creeps that, like, own, like, millions of dollars in laser discs, mm-hmm. uh, this movie's going to tank, then right. they shouldn't make that movie and want it to be a blockbuster, or they should plan accordingly. Yeah. Well, people that own a lot of laser discs are weird, right, Tom? <laughs> I don't think there's too many people like that. Yeah, this guy had a lot of laser discs. Well, and I will say a couple of things. Uh, the Ghostbusters video game was for those people. Yeah. was basically like, all right, we're going to tell that story. Yeah. We can't get these guys together, but we can get them to... They all did the voices. Even Bill Murray did his voice in the thing. Uh, so yeah, like, it was Car- Garfield the Cat. No, it wasn't, Tim. Um so there's that to it. They, Bill Murray sounds a lot like Garfield the cat. Sometimes yeah. they just bring Garfield the cat into. Well, you know that whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. What? That, that he did the voice of Garfield the cat, thinking it was one of the Cohen brothers. No, but that the guy who did Garfield did uh, Lorenzo Bankman, music. Yeah. Bankman's voice on the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Well, so that was gonna be one of my things. But my thing was going to be, A, I don't like being attacked, and it's only been by you. <laughs> that when I Tom, say, let's be honest. I'm the only person you talk to. <laughs> that when I say uh, the trailer for the movie doesn't look like it's going to be a good movie, that doesn't mean I hate women. That just means I don't think it looks like it's going to be a good movie. Tom, and no movies are good. Any <laughs> some movies are good, Tim. Yeah, some. Yeah, I've seen guess two what? good movies recently. Not franchise, big budget summer blockbusters. No, none of those. Yes. Movies. Oh no! Don't tell me freaking uh, the, the Winter Captain Soldier America Civil War was a very good movie. No, no it wasn't. Tom. It was, and it was for everyone. It wasn't for everyone. It was for everyone. It's not for me. Well, you're on the fringe, Tim. They don't care about you. That's fine. <laughs> and guess what? I'm not angry about it. Well, then why'd you make a video saying you won't see Captain America Civil War? You refuse. Because I just like sitting amongst my laser discs <laughs> with a very smug look just on my face. showing everybody. <laughs> look how many VHS and laser discs I have. Yeah, my opinion matters. Yeah. Um, but my my other point... I'm being marginalized. My other point about uh, the movie not looking that good is that it's a great cast, and it's Paul Feig... Like, I wish that cast made and and Paul Feig made a summer blockbuster movie 
that wasn't beholden to Ghostbusters because my problem is, and I've seen this in in the trailers, is that, and they've even, uh, I think it was Melissa McCarthy complained about it, like it's so muddled where they're like, we want to do a reboot, but uh, we gotta like we're still gonna have the trailer start off talking about yeah, that's 30 a marketing years department again. though. Yeah, but but it's gonna be in the movie where like you know at some point somebody's gonna say he slimed me. Like they're gonna do all the fan servicey things, and that's what I don't like. Tom, every movie you watch is 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 part of a franchise. It's all fan service. But I'm saying for this, no, I don't like fan service, Tim. You can do it right and you can do it wrong. And this thing And you know what? Your opinion means nothing. Like this is the problem with these franchises and uh-huh. like everybody has a freaking opinion and they feel like, "Oh, this is the way it should be. I have ownership cuz I like it." No. You know what? If you wish that Paul Feig and Melissa McCarthy made a different movie, then bankroll yourself. Tough butts, Reynolds. It's, it's not happening. They're making this movie. No. Well, here's my thing. I wish that this was... You're not a goddamn studio executive. You don't get to be like, well, I think the, the proper thing no, and to that's do why I'm, and bo- that's why I'm, box office. And that's why I'm saying I wish rather than I'm green lighting. Well, maybe you should, have, you should spend your wishes on better things. Also... <laughs> Hold on, this thing, the thing Tim, that- Tim, I have infinite, uh, the first time, the first wish, I wish for infinite wishes, so I can uh, Now you wishes. can waste your time with this, yeah. yeah. No, my other big thing with this, mm-hmm. it's like, fine, you want to get mad about this, get mad about this, mm-hmm. but people who make, like, this <laughs> their cause, it's like, this is the thing you're going to get riled up about, mm-hmm. like, everything else, fine, but this is your cause- your priorities are messed up. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm if not disagreeing gonna, with I'll that. I'll never make an angry video online about anything, declaring. <laughs> but, like, if I were, it wouldn't be about, like, uh, some movie uh, ruining my childhood. Right. Oh, yeah. No, you're suppo- that's a You're completely... supposed to evolve from, like, you should have other interests mm-hmm. from your interests that you had when you were six years old. I'm, I think many people don't understand that. Or the fringe people don't understand that. And then they expect the world to cater to them. I like this thing when I was six, and I like it even more now. Well, that's weird. You should have right. had a, 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 a... Something a, in between that. Yeah. Yeah. We grow and evolve, and we get more. Well, and you can still have nostalgia for things, but uh, sure, but nostalgia is bullshit too. <laughs> uh, boy, Tim, you you well, you don't thing... you don't sound a lot like John Hamm right now. Well, wait, uh, Don Draper, his yeah. whole speech about nostalgia. Yeah, Tim, if you went in there and said nostalgia is bullshit, they throw you right out of the boardroom. Yeah, well, they'd be too drunk to. Yeah. to, to... they'd be like, ah, this guy's all right. <laughs> as long He's as he hates it like women. It is. Um, no, my thing, and I'm not mad about it. I just wish, and again, I do have infinite wishes that they'd either. I should have put that (laughs) constraints on this wish situation, but fair is fair. I didn't, I didn't, and you get to have as many wishes as you want. Yeah, and now you've revealed that this show is just uh, Tom and his genie. Talking every week as per his wish. Yeah, I'm hoping like after 300 episodes you set me free. <laughs> which, which would explain why you're always like begrudgingly doing it and mad. Yeah. Um, but I wish. So now it will just happen. Everybody will be like, what's he even talking about? That is the way. Yeah. Um, that they 
either did like something completely different or like a crazy reboot of where it's like unrecognizable or a sequel. I think they're kind of trying to have it both ways and that's going to make a more watered down product where it's going to be like, you know yeah, what's we have watered to down we have every to- <laughs> single studio blockbuster. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wish they didn't do that. I wish they just made, I- but you like all the watered down studio blockbusters. No, I don't. Not all of them. You see every goddamn comic book movie. Those aren't. Not all of them are watered down uh, studio blockbusters. I just like say hearing you say watered like <laughs> you're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> you inexplicably have a Pittsburgh accent for one word. It's, it's adorable. <laughs> but so I don't want to see a liquefied uh, version of this. Make make that make that idea. Make that sequel of like passing the torch. Or make something completely different. But they're going to try and do both, and that's what I think is not. But again... The other thing is you don't know that. Again, judging by the trailer. But again, I don't... I'm not that... Despite my yelling, I'm not that mad about it, and I'm still going to go see it and probably enjoy it because there's probably going to be some, like, really good jokes in that. Uh, I would say even, like, Ghostbusters is a funny movie, but it's like uh, more of a like uh, uh, funny, uh, like witty type movie. Whereas I think that this movie is probably gonna have a few like gut busting laughs in it, because yeah. that's more like uh, like those comedian style is more that. Do you think they're just gonna be walking around smoking cigarettes the whole time, like in the <laughs> no, first one? And that's probably another thing, Tim. They're gonna be vaping. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that'll get this guy on the internet on their <laughs> like, side. Well, oh, right. well, they do. Yeah, they've embraced yeah. vaping. That's a that's a step in the right direction. I just have one more thing to say about this guy's video. Is it about how they um, already have the? New Ghostbusters story at the comic book shop? Because I saw that. No. Yeah. Um, this guy, uh, is this is this what concern trolling is? Concerned? Oh, I'm not familiar with the term. Where you like pretend that like you you're upset for the victim, or you're upset for like like that. You see, so you're saying like this guy doesn't really care, but he's he's being the voice of no, everyone. No, he's pretending he's not mad because of his feelings. Right. He's mad because of what this was. Like his whole thing is, uh, you know what? And it's fine. I'm an adult. I can take it. <laughs> oh, but I'm. But um, uh, the children will mm-hmm. grow up, and this will be their Ghostbusters, and that's just sad because my Ghostbusters is the best movie. And it's like, all right, dude, your movie came out 32 years ago. You know what, honestly? One time my dad tried to show me The Pink Panther <laughs> oh, when God, I was six yeah, years old. Same thing happened to me. I was like, where's the cartoon? Yeah, and he's like, this is a really funny movie. Yeah, the and cartoon like, came from that movie. Yeah, dumb he was little trying twerp. to tell me that. <laughs> and like, I was bored the whole time, but I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's real funny, Dad. And, like, I've since seen it, and it's a funny movie. Mm -hmm. But, like, there was stuff made for me, the six-year-old. Right. That, like, since my dad saw the original Mm -hmm. Pink Panther, uh, like, uh, they started being like, okay, we're going to make things for modern six-year-olds now. Right. There was stuff that appealed to me, and, like, it wasn't relevant to me. This 
freaking doofus on the internet. I thought you were referring to your dad. No, no. <laughs> this doofus wanted me to watch this movie. <laughs> no, this guy is just like, no, kids should, could, should see the first one. That movie would mean nothing yeah. to, uh, to a seven-year-old in 2016. Fine. And it's fine, but it's like, let them have this one, and yeah. if that doesn't work, fine. They'll be into Doc McStuffins instead, and it'll be f- and like it'll all be fine. It'll everything will be fine. People will make things, and some of it'll be in your real house. Some of it won't be, and right. like you don't have to get mad about the things that they're making. You know what I will say? Like, did uh, speaking of like, oh, and kids will think this. And I remember as a kid thinking the part my French thinking this was fucked up as a kid, and thinking like something's off. The fact that they always like the in the movie but then especially outside the movie excluded winston from the group yeah like these jerk offs uh i'm talking about uh i don't think it was ever Harold ramus really but I think sometimes it might have been but uh it was mostly dan Aykroyd and bill murray would talk about the ghostbusters yeah well you know the three of us blah 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 yeah if we can get the three of us back together and as a kid i was like no, Winst the four of you. Yeah. Wait, why is the black guy not considered part of you guys? And then, you know, you, you hear later on, like, yeah, when he signed on for the movie, the first day they hand him the script or the night before, and they like completely rewritten his part and reduced it dramatically. Like he got fucked on that whole thing. And then like later, as a again, thinking back to the kid feelings, I'm like Oh, yeah, so my kid intuition was right. Like, that was completely purposeful that they were like, nah, fuck this guy. He's not one of us. So, yeah. So, you know what? For kids, fuck those first two movies. Yeah. In conclusion. Because I always liked Winston the best, because Winston was the voice of reason. Winston was the audience surrogate of like, what? All right, well, if there's a safe paycheck involved, I'll believe anything you tell me. Right. That's the best line of the movie. And they give they give it to Winston, Tom, disproving your whole point. <laughs> um, uh, the other, the one other thing this guy says is like uh, the hey, well, female Ghostbusters, which is what everybody's calling it, by the way. It's like that's what you and your creep friends are calling yeah. it. Everybody else is calling it. Oh yeah, they're making a new Ghostbusters. New Ghostbusters, yeah. Huh. Listen. Like, oh, I was vaguely aware of that. Not super aware because I'm an adult <laughs> with actual adult concerns. Yeah. Well, I just hope, you know what? Just as long as they keep the EPA as the enemy, as the main antagonist in the movie, I'll be happy. Yeah. Somebody ought to abolish that, <laughs> that department. Yeah. Just as long as you show me some pencil pusher uh, from the EPA who doesn't understand anything, destroys the city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you want to solve a problem? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems, uh, wherein uh, myself, Tim, and my colleague, Tom, solve your problems. If you have a problem oh, you'd like us I to solve, done. do it again. Say, introduce where us. I, where Tim and my colleague, Winston. That's my favorite joke from uh, Ghostbusters, too. If you have a problem you would like us to solve, uh, email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Tom? Yeah. You know, my little brother had, um, had when he was six, a fall and spring Ghostbusters outfit that he would wear to school. Oh, wow. The spring one was just shorts, but it was still a one-piece thing. 
Wait, it was a onesie? Yeah, no, it was like a like a a a, a, a movie quality. Did uh, he bring like the proton pack with him? He wasn't allowed to, but he had it, and he had the ghost trap. They were both pretty cool. Yeah. Why didn't you have them? <laughs> <Too old. laughs> you have one now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, that's pretty cool, but I'll wait till they have the movie quality one. And that's another thing. I know we're in a different segment. Yeah. But the other thing that these 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 angry nerds, ding dongs, angry ding dong nerds don't get, is that Sony's sitting back and going like, "Don't worry, losers, we're we're still gonna pump out the five hundred dollar movie replica from the from the original Ghostbusters mm. movie. And you'll still buy, and it. you'll still buy that. You'll probably buy it even more because you're like, we have to support the original movie. And guess what, shithead, we get that money too. Yeah, they're getting it from both ends, Literally. ladies and losers." <laughs> They got the lady market corner. They got the loser market corner. Do you think we're going to make enemies with this episode? Do you think anybody got angry at our uh, stance on this? I think that there's too many people saying this. I mean, Grant, I'm saying, like, I don't think they have the time. <laughs> there's too many people to lash yeah, out at. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll get some people. Whatever. Oh, well. They can go to H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah. Tom, mm-hmm. this problem comes to us from a lady. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't want us to use her oh, name. Oh, well, how come we don't call this show <laughs> Lady Complete Guide to Everything then? <laughs> uh, That's just what people are going to call it anyway. What do you want to call this this woman? Uh, let's call her um, Peter Venkman. <laughs> Lady Peter Venkman. Judy. Uh, as a long time a longtime listener, I recently needed some advice for a problem, which I believe to be worthy of the podcast. Okay. We'll be the judge of that, Judy. Uh, is that a Judge Judy joke? Oh wow! Yeah, it is now. You don't even know it. You're you're you're, you're that much of a comedic genius. <laughs> I started an eight month uh, co op position at a tech company two weeks ago. What's a co op position? I don't know. Maybe she'll she's explain. from Canada. Oh, so it might be a weird thing. It might be uh, like a government thing. I'm working for Software Quality Assurance, mm-hmm. testing the product as a user would and ensuring previous bugs are fixed in the latest version of the software. The job is amazing. The people I work with are very nice. The environment is great. But. And I get free soft drinks. <laughs> is it? This is. Shh. All right. However, <laughs> I feel beyond useless. I don't know what I should be doing. And when they tell me, I frequently don't know how to do what they ask me to do. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know if this is a problem we can solve. All right, continue. Uh, Also, as I have only completed two years of university, I feel like I don't know enough to be paid for my work, Mm -hmm. and I don't know the various acronyms thrown around on a regular basis. How should I go about learning (laughs) enough to function as a regular employee? Should I just pester my coworkers until they know I can't work on my own, or should I just grab as many soft drinks that fit in my backpack and run? Thanks to advance, Judy. Now, she describes her job. The job is amazing. The people I work with are very nice. The environment is great, and I get free soft drinks. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. But she doesn't know how to do her job. <laughs> so I guess the job, quote unquote, isn't amazing. Yeah. Well, it's in. I thought she was gonna say that, uh, like, uh, she doesn't know what to do. Because I thought maybe like co-op, it might be like an internship type thing. Yeah, I and think that must be yeah. what it is, right? Yeah, if she's saying like she only has two years, uh, yeah, it's probably like a work study or something like that. But anyway, 
Uh, I thought she was going to say like, yeah, like, no, I don't know what to do. Cause like nobody gives me anything to do, but no, she doesn't know what to do because when they tell her, she doesn't know how to do it. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, this is real advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like your moxie. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't have any moxie because if she had moxie, she would tell the people. Well, that's oh, the hey, I don't know. Uh, if 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 we're correct in reading the situation, and it is like an internship, yeah. nobody's gonna fault you for asking for clarification right. on your duties, and also, uh, like, uh, nothing they are giving you is gonna be too hard that they can't explain it. Yeah. In in. But don't minutes. don't go up to somebody and ask for uh, clarifications on your duties because you might laugh when you. Oh, can I get some clarification on my duty? <laughs> Either that, Tom. Uh huh. She could fake it, right? It's only eight weeks. Well, how many weeks in is she? But I think her problem isn't necessarily that she wants to fake it either. It's that like she doesn't know she's not doing it. She's just drinking soft drinks all day. It sounds just like just drink soft drinks. I mean, I'm sure they a... wouldn't even care. That... As long as you're nice to everybody. Yeah. She could just be like, you know what? Just uh crack jokes, be funny, be nice, be kind. Mm-hmm. Uh everybody'll be like, "Eh, she doesn't know what the hell she's doing, but like uh yeah. whatever. She's really cool. She's nice." I mean, there's probably some other nerds there, so you can hang around the the, the soft drinks and be like, "You guys see this lady Ghostbusters? <laughs> I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I refuse to see it." He might even get a few dates out of that yeah, talking like, like that. Oh, finally, yeah. a, a, a woman besides my mom that understands. Yeah, or you could just like uh, you know research the like if research there, the Ghostbusters movies. Know about them if there are acronyms. Yeah, write them down. Write them down. Read about them on the Google internet. Them. I I bet with your with your sharp uh, intellect, mm-hmm. uh, you'll you'll be CEO of that place within weeks I before will. your eight week uh, internship is over. Yeah, I will say I've never worked in quality assurance QA, but like I've worked in companies that have had QA, and it is like um they've made that type of thing so complicated and so like impenetrable from the outside it is all acronyms yeah and systems and i think they just do that because it's really easy so they need some sort of barrier to entry i'm probably not gonna win any friends <laughs> by saying anything this episode uh, uh some of it like, uh, our job is really easy how can we continue uh having well make everything acronyms that no, nobody understands you know what it is part of it qa is either like uh, the unsung hero of a thing or like the people everybody's like oh good um, and a lot of it has to do with that they're trying to find bugs and mistakes which is inherently like nobody likes being pointed I out hate bugs to- <laughs> Tim I think you misunderstood nobody likes being told that they did something wrong right but also Especially by some schlub in QA. Well, but they're telling some schlub in programming. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're also trying to uh, systemize how they're doing it. They can't be like, uh, yeah, I was using the thing and it didn't work. You got to tell them like exactly so it can be yeah. reproduced. So like that's why there's a lot of systems and stuff. And also, if this is like an internship type situation. Also understand that no one in an office ever wants to train an intern to do anything. Right. Because it's a thankless job to do. As she said, she's going to be gone in eight weeks. If she likes the people and the environment, 
and the soft drinks, mm-hmm. the best thing to do is be like, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And they'll be like, okay, cool. Um, Just hang out. Yeah. And then you can hang out with everybody because mm-hmm. they don't want to tell you what to do. They don't want to have to train. You're right. They don't yeah. want to train her. So like, or just sit here, drink all the, the, the Pepsi one you want or whatever weird well, Canadian equivalent <laughs> of Pepsi one they have up there. And, uh, R- uh, RC Cola too. Yeah. And, uh, just drink that and just hang. Yeah. Cause that's what I would do if I had an intern who halfway through was like, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, this shouldn't be my job. All right. Uh, I'll just do all the easy stuff I was giving you to do. Well, either that or you might find like a good person who's like, oh, let me like take you under my wing and like, yeah, right. <laughs> a bird, a, a talking bird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who's going to, yeah, Tim. Who's going to be better at finding bugs but a bird? Worms, Tom. Birds and, get worms. And bugs. Only early birds get worms. Bats. The rest get oh, bugs. Maybe it's a bat. Oh, it could be a bugs. Batman yeah. or a Batwoman yeah. or a Batgirl or a Batboy. There's no Batboy. Uh, well, in baseball, there's Batboy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm breaking. Um, what, was that? what were we talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. Or somebody will take you under their wing, and then they'll feel smart because they get to tell you how important their job is and how they do it. And then honestly, like if you're looking for this to turn into like a, an actual job, which I don't know why, I don't know how she ended up there. First of all, like how Nah, that happens sometimes. It might have just been because, well, here's the thing too. Like within a company, a lot of people look down on or shit on QA too. And they'll be like, uh, we got an intern. We don't know what to do with uh, assign him to QA and just have her bang away on mm. shit and break things. Yeah. How hard Make to sure break she doesn't drink be? too much soda. <laughs> For the love of God. Make sure she doesn't drink us out of uh, house and home. Drinking I'll, t- all that I'll soda. tell you something. And this no. is this is very good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, unlimited soft drinks isn't exactly like the best perk you'll find. Like, don't think like. Well, I better stick with this company for the rest of my life. They yeah. give me all the soft drinks I want. Some companies uh, will pay you enough money that you can buy as many soft drinks as you can drink. Yeah. Which really shouldn't be more than like 32 ounces a day. 32 cans a day, yeah. Yeah. If so you, that's what you're, you're almost down to that, Tom. How much soda are you drinking these days? Tim, I feel I like wanna... it's less, but I feel like you're drinking a lot more whiskey, so I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, no, actually, I haven't been drinking. Uh, I haven't been drinking that much at all. Uh, no, I haven't been drinking a lot of soda because uh, the goddamn uh, 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 supermarket's always out of Coke Zero. <laughs> Coke Zero. Yeah, Tim, it's the best to drink. This, this is best. This <laughs> is the best. Tim. It's the best to drink. If you have a problem with like a sasav, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. You can find out more on our website, tcgte.com. You can support the show in two ways. The easy way, going to tcgte.com slash Amazon and doing your Amazon shopping through there. Or the fun way, tcgte.com slash pledge, where you can support us through Patreon, where you can get fun bonuses like Amazing Facts every week, a mini podcast this week, Amazing Facts About Squirrels. And if that's not going to get you to sign up, then I don't know what the hell will. Yeah. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can find us on Twitter at complete guide. You can find us on Instagram at TCGTE. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can find uh, find me on those things at your pal, Tim. And you can find us on Reddit, reddit.com slash R slash TCGTE, which is probably like a bad idea. You know, this whole episode where we're shitting on, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> Forget about that Reddit link. We're not on Reddit. 
<laughs> I might actually cut that out. <laughs> um, do you have any any uh, uh, last words, Tim? Uh, well, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, you know, here's the thing. Just in case. Yeah, I I think it, it bears uh, my reiterating mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my philosophy on movies, right? Which is if you can avoid it, don't cast women. Don't watch a trailer. Right. Go into a movie knowing as little as you possibly can about it, mm-hmm. because like you're never gonna enjoy a movie that you've done like a ton of research on, because you know what's coming, you know what to expect. Also, mm-hmm. my uh, theory of the internet is that like sometimes people make jokes on podcasts, mm-hmm. and like uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean like assemble like some weird internet army against them. Yeah, some anonymous army. <laughs> um. I will say this too about the uh, the Ghostbusters trailer so far that they really haven't given much of the plot away. So that's really like, yeah, you're right. Like I don't know what it's gonna be, and that's the first trailer had like some really crap, like uh, worn out jokes. Yeah, but like that's also like, yeah, they're that's trying the kind yeah, of the joke that's mass appeal. Like yeah. it's it's showing like, hey, this much like. If they went to, like, if they went to, like, immediately to the jokes that we think are funny, right? you're going to alienate, like, most of the people. They're going to be like, oh, well, it's the one jokes of those weird humor that, Well, movies. I was going to say the jokes that we think are funny, but also the jokes that all the women in the movie think are funny and do. Yeah, <laughs> like that exactly. type of humor. Yeah, like, Kristen Wiig and, like, uh, Leslie Jones mm-hmm. um, and Kate McKinnon yeah. and, and, and Melissa McCarthy, like... Well, they I mean, do, look, they do some weird stuff that, like, they they. Well, I mean, look at the stuff that uh, that uh, um, uh, Melissa McCarthy and and Kristen Wiig uh, did in uh, in Bridesmaids that people loved, compared to like the trailer, which doesn't have like yeah. the best jokes in it. Exactly, and I think that's the f- the 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 case with most Paul Feig movies that I've seen. Like, I've seen the trailers, and I was just like, eh. I don't think yeah. that's for me. And then well, I've seen the spy, movies. Yeah. Spy. You haven't seen it? Uh, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, and that's a remake of Spies Like Us? Yeah. Reboot? With ladies this time. With Oh, forget it then. Not for me. I refuse. I refuse. There's something else I want to... Oh, Tom. Yeah. Uh, did you c- catch any of Jeopardy this week? <laughs> I heard the celebrity Jeopardy was a shit show. It's Power Players Week. Okay. Uh, Louis C.K. was playing yesterday. Uh-huh. I only saw clips Wait, of so it. Wait, so why Power Players? Isn't that so- they go to D.C. and like so? It's mostly like people from like oh, CNN and, and stuff. stuff like yeah, that. I saw like Michael Steele was one. of Yeah, the, I was like, he's not a celebrity. No, because uh, like I think they just can't do Celebrity Jeopardy ever <laughs> now because yeah. like everybody just associates it. Yeah. With, like, uh, if you were a celebrity, would you go on Celebrity Jeopardy? No. No. Uh, but uh, there was a woman, uh, like, I think she was like a newscaster, maybe mm-hmm. like a CNN, uh, uh, and uh, Louis C.K. was on it, and yeah. they were showing like a, a highlight clip, and uh, the woman buzzed in and yeah. got a question wrong, like, stupidly. Yeah. Like, she made, like, a dumb mistake. Okay. And Louis C.K. Like, wasn't listening to the question Right, like, or, like, she got it mixed up. She yeah. had, like, a dumb mix-up. And uh, 
Louis C.K. buzzed in and said the right answer. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm just going to leave the stage now. And Louis C.K. Like, was like ribbing her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And was like, yeah, no, the right answer was this. Like He repeated yeah. it to her. And then uh, she went, all right, okay, sorry. I'll take this for 500 And Alex Trebek goes, hey, uh, hey, it's not your turn. It's Louis' turn. I'm all for women's lib, but this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, as a joke, yeah. the most awkward joke, Alex Trebek going, I'm all for women's lib. It's like, oh, like, brother. Yeah. Uh, like, one, one of, the, one of the, the biggest, I mean, Alex Trebek makes, like, little jokes once yeah. in a while, but that was him swinging for the for fences, yeah. finally. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It went unremarked on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the contestants can't remark on the host joke. That screws up the whole dynamic. I thought maybe Louis C.K. would be like, hey, going out there on a limb on that one, yeah. Alex. But hey. All right. See you next week. Yeah.